Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Do you ever have weeks or days that you just think, OMG, nothing is going right? It's bad enough when you have a day of those, but to have a whole week of those, this week has been one of those things. And I think, oh, thank God we're almost through with this week because we only have another two days. The entire week between three computers crashing, me falling, breaking my right wrist and shattering it in such a way that I get surgery on Monday, and then being frustrated because I can only do one hand. They put a whole box around my arm and wrist and everything to make sure I wasn't going to move it until Monday. And so I've got this lug that I'm carrying, which definitely makes me not use it. So then doing things with the left hand. And then there's sometimes weeks that nothing goes right. Like my fabulous guest for tonight didn't confirm. I have no idea if she's ready or not ready because I never got a confirmation from her. Um, and I know that's not like her. And I think, wow, everybody must be having a week like my week. When you just look at it, you go, nothing is easy, nothing goes smoothly, and we're spoiled. When I was out, yes, say, when I was, when I was out today getting my hair cut, the lady that was waiting for the for the next for the same lady I had, but for the next, you know, her her appointment was next. She looked at me and she goes, "You know, sometimes we just suffer. It's just a suffering way." When she looked at this big box around my arm and and bless my hairdresser, she my hair cutter, she put the thing on me so I wouldn't get hair, and then she had to put another whole one around this big foam box around my arm so that hopefully it wouldn't get too much of. Okay, so it was just interesting, and she goes, we all have to suffer. And I thought, I'm not suffering. That's a choice. It is always a choice to suffer or not choice. And I looked at her, and I said, I'm not suffering, and I am highly inconvenienced. And, you know, there's always a choice. Do we get upset when things don't go right? Do we get upset when we get hurt? Do we get upset when somebody does something that we didn't want them to do? How is that? Or do we just look at it and say, this isn't my day, I need extra patience, and can we continue just realizing we're inconvenienced? Or maybe we have these horrible days once in a while, and I can think of days that could be much worse, but maybe we have these days that things don't seem to work or go well or whatever, simply so that we appreciate all the other days when they do. Anyway, we're going to start with on line one and since I'm on the cell phone, since none of the Skypes work, none of my computers work, uh, this may be a little different. I may call you by the line because I'm not sure I heard the name clearly as Don's talking in my ear. Bless his heart. Oh, okay. Well, and I'll break so, in and let your audience hear me. All right, folks, we'll kind of deal with this creatively. I'm going to be announcing <laughs> the guests. We do have a, a lovely lady by the name of Karen. Her last name starts with an E as an egg. Karen with a K. Last name starts with an E. Welcome, Karen. Thank you, Don. Hi, Karen. How are you doing today? I'm really good. Thank you. I liked your yeah. intro comments. I would totally agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, we all have those days. You know, and, and, and I so, think... Uh, yeah, and... And I think what happens is as we're locked down more and we have more inconveniences when we go out of the house and everything else, that it just, 
you know, it just makes it harder to stay positive or more challenging, or it's nicer when you meet the positive people. So, Karen, what's your question? How yeah. can I be an assistance for you tonight? Um, well, I've changed my name, and I wanted your thoughts on it. Okay. And the name that I've given you um, is a little bit different. It's, I've created a derivative from it just because my, as a child, this is my maiden name. I'm, I'm older, but I have changed it because it just the other the name I've given you has a lot of residue that's negative around it. And I've started using putting an A on the end of Karen and making it Karenna. And I have some Russian family roots, so I like it, and it just fits well, so Karenna. And then the last name is now Holt with a T in it. So I'm just wondering your thoughts on that, if I've made a good choice. Because I've been using it, the, um, la the last name for a long period of time and even have it in my email. But my first name I've been using maybe for the last six months and having incredibly favorable response from people. In fact, people are more open to me than they've ever been, and I like it. Because any time a name ends with an A, it says you're more likable. It, that's what that's it is. Neat. People whose names end with an A and a Y, people like them. Okay? Mm. And, and just so that everybody who's listening, names that end in an E, because there's a lot of those out there too, it means these people are, have good hearts and they're very generous with the people that they like. Okay? Mm. So with your original name that ends with an N, Okay, I'll call you Karina. With your name that ends with an N, it, it literally says we're all about the details. We can be anal retentive to the details, and we don't care if somebody likes us or not. You know, take us for who we are. You like that? Great. You don't like that? Oh, not a problem. You know, don't pick somebody that's, else to be around. Kind of, that's kind of your name. Yeah. And I do pronounce it because I have um, a sister-in-law whose name is Karina. I'm actually, and it's, I, it's a negative thing too, <laughs> that dynamic. Um, I really want the Karenna, like it's almost a, like, um, Karenina, but Karenna. Yeah, Karenna. So there's almost so a Karenna. With just the A on the end of the Karen. Okay, and then y'all have to have patience with this Karenna as we're all learning how to say it. <laughs> I know it's all good. I just want to let you know, because I know the pronunciation from what I read in your book is important. So, right, because so, you can hear words, letters that are in there. But no, I think all of it is a really wise choice. Really wise choice. You did not accidentally give yourself some garbage in there. So you're good. <laughs> okay, thank okay. you. And even with adding, I have a, a final question, if I may, with the Z, because I read about it, and it can be an intense name, like an intense letter. And uh, I mark, I've marketed myself as a photographer with um, the whole. And I'm wondering if that is a good name in terms of getting my self-seen. Yeah, it is. The whole thing is good. Yep. You'll do well with it. Thank you. Pat yourself on the back. Did a great job. Well, I read your book. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Okay. I really appreciate it. Okay. Oh, my pleasure. Don, who's uh, our next person? Next one up is Ivy T. That's uh, Ivy T like is in Texas on line one. Hi, Ivy. Welcome to the program. Hi, Ivy. What can I do for you tonight? Um, hi. Uh, I, my twin sister, Holly, is a big fan of yours, and, uh, and she's been um, 
um, hoping that I would I would talk with you. So first, I just wanted to thank you for all that you are and all that you do for us. Um, I'm oh, studying. Thank to be you. A it's my joy. Oh, sure, sure. I I'm, I just I feel just the great energy just talking to you. Um, I am studying to be a spiritualist minister um, with, with the uh, National Spiritualist Association of Churches, and it's a bit of a different direction than my life has um, has taken in the past. I, I kind of I, I've had years of struggling with alcoholism and, and drug addiction, and now I'm clean and sober, and I'm uh, I'm moving forward with my life. And right now, um, because of COVID, I'm out of work. Um, I'm able to concentrate better on my studies, uh, my ministerial studies, um, and I can work as a pastor, you know, for my church. Um, and I'm just wondering if you can help me identify any blockages to productivity. Um, so I, I'm not finding myself particularly motivated to do much of anything, and I don't know if that's just a general malaise that the whole country's feeling, or if it's something that is <laughs> my, like my problem. that way, right? Like, like just right. let the money keep flowing in, and we don't have to do anything but sit here and gain weight, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think so many people have gained weight during this past five months. Anyway, um, when I'm looking at your name, Ivy, from the part of it that I have, the thing that we're holding in your way is that you need other people's approval, okay? And that when they're, when you are included by other people, that's when you feel loved and accepted. And if, let's say, we're all going to go bowling, but we're all your really good friends, and we know you don't like to bowl, so we don't ask you, you would feel insulted we didn't ask you, even though we all know you're going to say no, okay? We would have to mm-hmm. learn to still ask you so that you know that you're included, so that you know that you're loved, <laughs> Okay, so that you have the right to tell us a thousand times no, but thank you for asking. Okay, but your entire name says that you pull people to you, but then you need their approval so that you're tempted to morph into what they're thinking of you instead of who you really are. So this is a fabulous time for you to really go inside and say, how do I want to be? What qualities and characteristics do I want to be? And if somebody doesn't like those qualities and characteristics, can I be okay with that? And I always say, if, if everybody likes you, you're doing something wrong. I really feel that way. Mm. Because mm-hmm. then you're trying to be something different for everybody because not everybody's going to like the same thing. We don't even all like the same colors, you know, let alone the personality. Mm. Sure. So I just look at it and say, who do you choose that you would like to be? Now, you have inclusivity. You have natural charm and charisma. You have natural drive. You know, and other people can spur you on. You've got the good things going for you, okay? But the real challenge is, can I approve of myself without needing somebody else's approval? And that's mm. a huge challenge in your name, okay? Mm. So what your name says, I love the answers that are sitting in names. Do you dance? Do you dance by yourself in the house, put on the music and go wild? Because it's that mm-hmm. kind of dancing and freeing yourself and just who cares because you're all alone, so nobody's going to see you dancing. But it's dancing without care that gives you then the freedom to live your life without caring. So, like, if I went dancing mm-hmm. and somebody said, oh, my God, she's horrible, I would think, I don't care. I'm having a good time. <laughs> okay? Right? So it's. It's learning to dance and be who you are 
And a great way, according to your name, to do it is just to dance. And however you dance, you dance. And to accept that and then to transfer that over and say, when I'm out in the public, I get to be who I am. And if people accept that, great. And if they don't, that's okay, too. That's great. Because that way they'll self-elect to stay out of your way. And you don't have to deal with the people that aren't going to be as nice to you. Okay? Wow. Sure. So start by dancing that wild. The, it's, that's the best prescription for what for an ailment I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> this is great. I'm going to boogie well, down over in St. Louis. That's wonderful. But isn't, but isn't there a song uh, or something, Ivy, that says dance like it's your last dance or like there's no tomorrow? Or Isn't there a song out there that says <laughs> dance like nobody's looking? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And you get to do that and then that'll it'll give you the feeling when you're doing that of the same type of feeling then you get to go out into the world with that hey, you're great regardless. And honestly, looking at your name from the part I have, if somebody doesn't like you, Ivy, they're the ones with the problem. <laughs> it's not you. Okay. Damn skippy. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ivy. Okay, Don, who do we have next? Next up is Parissa. Parissa, last name has an N. And Parissa, welcome to the program. Hi, Parissa. Welcome back. What can I do for you tonight? Hi, Sharon. Uh, how are you? Thank you so oh, much you don't for even taking know. my call. <laughs> you know, you I'm so sorry I'm for what... <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry for what happened to you and uh, your hand. Uh, honestly, I learned about it about an hour uh, before the show, and uh, I was praying for your healing. So I, ah. I keep sending my healing prayers uh, to you. Thank you. I appreciate all prayers. are welcome. You know, it's, Thank it's you so interesting. Much. There's, um, and, and I will just tell you about the word sorry, because I know you're coming. Krisha, you have the kindest heart. Um, when we say the word sorry... It actually lowers somebody's vibration, which is really crazy, isn't it? Um, oh my god! <laughs> right. Wow. So You're when right. we when we oh, ever say wow. like, let's say there's a death in the family, we go, "Oh, we're so sorry," or you got injured, yeah. and "Oh, we're so sorry," whatever. Okay. I I love the fact that you brought this up, so I can share this with everybody. It literally wow. lowers the person's resistance and vibration. Okay. Oh my. And god. so a lot of times you will see somebody that's dealing with a situation and handling a situation and doing really, really well with it, considering everything that's going on. And then somebody right. will come up and go, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. They have the best intent. And you watch that person all of a sudden break down. Oh, my goodness. Oh my yeah, goodness. And, pe- Not- and people don't realize that. But I'm yeah. really sensitive to the vibrations of the letters and what they mean and where they go. I mean, that's why I was able to match the vibration of letters with the actions that it causes. And it's something uh, I would have never thought of if I hadn't watched what had happened to people's energies when other people said they were sorry. Crazy, isn't it? It is. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my goodness. But that's great to know. Thank you so much. I You're really welcome. Appreciate. And, and Parisa, it's the same thing if, if you make a mistake. Okay, and, and we like, we've been taught to apologize by saying, I'm sorry. Well, the, you're literally saying the I am, the God particle within me is now sorry. 
oh, I don't want my God to be sorry. I don't want him to be a sorry yes. person, you know, being. I want him to have strength so that when I'm having a death time, I can lean on that. I don't need him to be a sorry being. So yes. instead of saying, watch what you say after the words, I am. And, uh-huh. and so, and, and I was very fortunate. I learned very early to say, I apologize instead uh-huh. of using the word sorry. Crazy, huh? Uh-huh. Anyway, I got off on a oh, tangent. Wow. What can I do to help you tonight? I keep that in mind. Thank you. Um, I wanted to um, ask uh, for a reading about my name and uh, what does it have to do uh, with my life uh, purpose and uh, like destiny and everything. Okay. So from the part of your name that I have here, okay, and normally I'd be typing it in because I know I've got your last name somewhere in the computer, but like I said, all three of you whatever. It's been one of those days of week. Okay. So, so you are here to help influ- influence people's thinking and literally to help them find their road on what jobs that could work with their gifts and talents. You would be yeah. so good at that because, Parisha, when you get to know somebody, you're so darn observant and you have fairness with you. You want the best for them. Okay, and yeah. and you're very independent, so you're not mm-hmm. as swayed, okay, by somebody else's opinion, which makes you clearer when you're observing. And so when you observe somebody and what their gifts are and what their talents are, then you can match what kind of jobs utilize those gifts and talents. And you've got the power of influence, your whole thing, your main thing, this lifetime is how are you going to use your power of influence? So if you can help match the right person with the right job, they are so grateful because then it's a win-win. Wherever they go to work, they're going to love them because the person's in the right Uh job and the person's going to be happy working. I mean, I look at how many people are thrilled to go to work versus the greater number that just say, oh, my God, I've got to show up because I need the money. But they wish they weren't Mm -hmm. there. Mm. You know? So to help people, like, and there's agencies out there that do that. I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh, Your job no, placement uh, or... Yeah, so I would check into one of those agencies, the, uh-huh. the job placement agencies. Um, sometimes they're called headhunters, okay? Uh-huh. Headhunters is almost the, the flip side of it because a headhunter, the employer says, we need somebody like this, and the headhunter goes out and finds somebody that has those skills. But right. the flip side of that is the job when people don't have jobs and they show up and they go, okay, I need a job, okay? And uh-huh. so you start talking to them and you have so much intuition and so much observation skills that it won't take long talking with them and getting them to answer questions. And you'll go, oh, they would be really good at this kind of a job. Mm-hmm. And then helping them that way. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's probably... It was probably something outside your field that you thought of, but all your name tells me you'd be really good at that. Okay, great. And you know, it, it's so uh, it's resonating with me. <laughs> yeah. It, wow, that's amazing, and I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, you are so welcome, and you have it in here that you have goodwill toward people. So it's like, it's like when somebody shows up, it's. It's not how they're dressed. It's not what they look like. It's how they resonate. 
you know? Oh, yeah. And you're fair about that because you'd be talking with them and to figure out who they really are. Right. Right. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. And wish you the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Yep. God bless. You know, we're always told not to talk politics. Okay. That we just, everybody is so locked into their form, you know, one side or the other, and we should never talk politics. But I want to share how I look at Trump just because I think I look at him so differently. Okay. And if you had roaches in your house, okay, uh-huh. so imagine for a minute you got roaches in your house. You're calling the exterminator, right? Yes. Do you yes. care what the exterminator looks like? Do you care how the exterminator um, talks? No. <laughs> Do you care who the exterminator sleeps with? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Do you just care that he shows up when he says he was and he gets rid of the roaches, right? Yes, exactly. Right. Well, that's how I look at Donald Trump. <laughs> He's just the right. exterminator. Just the yeah. exterminator. And when the roaches yeah. are gone, I think Trump will be gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, what a miserable job. Look what he has to put up with. Um, and, you know, half the nation hates him and the other half thinks he's, you know, walking on water. And you never know which side right. you're going to meet when you open your mouth. And And he was hired to do a job. He was hired to get the roaches out. That's how I look at him. Yeah. You know, you you said it really well. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it's exactly true. Uh, Wow. You said it really well. And he's gotten up. Yeah, he's gotten people upset with him on both sides. So it's equal. You know, (laughs) it doesn't matter which part he is. (laughs) So so I don't look at it all once. One party or the other party is good or bad because individuals yeah. are in both sides and, and they have different ideas or whatever. But anyway, but, but yeah. Trump does a great job of, of letting everybody know exactly where he stands. Okay? Yeah. And so you either like yeah, him or you don't like him. Mm-hmm. But he does a great job of always being who he is. He is. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. That's true. You know? You know, he does a great job doing that. So whether you like him or you dislike him, at least he's consistent. Right. You, you know what you got. <laughs> anyway, exactly. Teresa, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. I really enjoy talking to you as always. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, same here. Okay, Don, do we have somebody else on the line? Uh, nobody yet, but, uh, I was really enjoying that discourse, you know, I mean, orange man, (laughs) bad, right? Everybody loves to hate him and me, I'm, you know, he's got so many aspects, uh, about him and his office, but the way you laid it out, gosh, that was just so well put. I mean, that's exactly it he's the exterminator we got cockroaches in government and we want him to get in there and blow that up get rid of those cockroaches that's it and you think about it you think about it he had enough money he didn't need to go to office right he could have retired and had a good old life and lived it up and and you know and i look at it and i think bless the man he is so sacrificing from what he a life he could have had you know totally agree totally 
You know, and so I look at that and I think, I'm sure he just wants to get the roaches out of there so he can go back. I think you're absolutely right. (laughs) We do have another lovely caller with us. Folks, I can't tell if they're lovely, but I'm just going to imagine that they are. So we have a Lesla. It's pronounced Lesla. And she's from California and she's on line one. Welcome to the program, Lesla. Hi, Lesla. Hi. Okay. How can I help you tonight? What would you like to know? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, do I pronounce your name Sharon? Well, it's like Sharon, like my, 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 my Sharona without the A, you know, the good old Mac song from 1989. Okay, Sharon. I was... Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I am... Uh, Struggling financially, um, I would love to do a full-on reading with you. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if you could point me in a direction of some good work, and then I could have many, many sessions with you. <laughs> okay, so first of all, when you're choosing to have a session, you go to knowthename.com, then you go to the services page. At the top of the services page, in big red letters, it says start here. Because you schedule, and then it comes you back around, and then you pay for the reading. Okay? So that's how simple it is. Okay. Oh. So, Lesla, in the part, is it L-E-S-L-A? Yes. Okay, and the first letter of the last name? C is in cat. Okay. So, You've got to make sure that what you do, you really like to do, and that you're not doing it because somebody else told you to do it, okay? Um, right. And I think a lot of times you do things to please the people around you to keep peace, all right? But and if yeah. you want to do a job, especially in this age, you've got to look at it and say, what's going to please me? And if they want me to do it or don't want me to do it, it doesn't matter. If it brings an income and you're happy doing it, that's too bad if they'd rather have you doing something else. They're, they're not the ones that have to show up every day and do your job. Okay? Okay. So that's the first part. Um, and so you have it in your name that you are the detective, that everybody likes to come and dump all their problems on you, and you generally give them really good advice. Okay? And they will open up and tell you things, Leslie, that they don't tell other people. Okay? Uh-huh. So you also have it in your name that you've got to stay physically active or you go nuts. Okay, so you've got to be busy. Hmm? What were you going to say? I I didn't quite hear that. Uh, The connection isn't, like, really good. So So, after after being a detective and other people telling me things that no one else would, uh, they tell no one else, then what what was the next thing? You need to stay physically active. You need to be busy. Okay? You do a lot better with a lot of things on your plate than nothing on your plate. Okay? And your name says enable stay healthy. You need to stay active. You need to stay busy. You need to move your body. Okay? So, okay. Things just from the part of your name that I have. Okay? You would Uh make a great athletic trainer. Because if you were training somebody athletically and coaching them, 
then they would dump all their problems on you while they're exercising, and you could teach them how to exercise correctly that would help their bodies and not strain it too much. And at the same time, you'd be listening to all their problems because they'd love to dump them. And then you'd give them really good advice, and they'd get like a twofer. They can get you really good <laughs> advice while they're paying you to exercise. <laughs> okay. The other thing that you would be really good at, and it's going to go in a totally different direction, is you know the people that load up the stores? Like, for an example, if you are a bra representative, you go in and you make sure that all the, all the stores that carry those bra names have the right sizes in there for people. So you would have to know the demographics of the area to see, are the people in this area normally skinny, so they need smaller brassieres, or are they chunkier, okay? So then they would not need larger brassieres, right? So you would have to decide how many of which sizes need to go into that store. And then to rep, and you would deliver to all the different stores. So you could easily be a rep like that, okay, a rep for a company, that would deliver mm-hmm. to different stores and keep them stocked, you would be very good at that, okay? But you would have to rep for a company where you liked their products because if you didn't like their products, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be interested, okay? So okay. um, that's an idea for you. The other thing that you have in your name is that you have this incredible eye. So another way of helping assisting people and at the same time using your natural eye talent because if you go by a crooked picture, you're going to want to straighten it out. Okay? It just looks better that way. Yeah, I do that. I do that. (laughs) Yeah, so you have this, what I call this incredible eye. You know, you look and you think, ah, aesthetically, that doesn't look good. It would look better if it was this way. So you could also um, start presenting yourself and say that you come in and you help people make their their houses feel like homes by knowing what pictures ought to go where and how the furniture ought to be arranged so that it looks like good groupings and not just a picture slab there and a picture on that wall slabbed over there that would drive your eye crazy, okay? And how would people gather? How would they sit? You know, is it easy to communicate with how the chairs and the couches are there versus are they all sitting weird so that nobody feels connected? Okay, and at the same time, you're helping somebody with, let's make your house a home. You could be, you know, talking with them and asking them questions on how they utilize a particular room. They would end up telling you a lot of their story, which you love to hear everybody's background story, and then you'd be able to make really good suggestions on how they can improve their living situation so they could be happier. Wow. That's another idea for you. Great. Because you'd be good at it. You've got um, a natural eye. <laughs> Thank you. What about art? Well, it's in there because you've got that eye. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I just think in, in, today's, in today's modalities where everybody's not sure about things, I would do art as a hobby and wait till we get out of this situation that we're currently in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, you give me some great ideas. Thank you so much, Sharon. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Cool name. Thank you so much. Right you're back welcome. at you. <laughs> All right, take care. If you would like to call in and ask a question about your name, that the number is 
727-627-6008. And I'm here to answer your questions. And of course, the answers always come off of your name because our names hold so much information. They hold how somebody thinks, how somebody feels, how somebody's predestined to behave. It holds like their learning style. It holds how they feel loved, what happens that causes them to actually feel loved, and how they show love. And if your partner feels love one way, but how you show that you love somebody is a different way, then you're miscommunicating and you're going to think, I tell them all the time that they're loved, and yet the person doesn't receive it because it's not their style of receivership. There's so much information in a name. You can compare two names and you can see the potential conflict. And better yet, you can see the solutions for those conflicts. And that's the really cool part, I think, because you just look at a name. Today, when I was in the doctor's office and they took the x-rays and then they sent me to the specialist, and so I was in there and bless their hearts, I asked so many questions because I don't want to take the drugs. I don't want to do anything to my physicality that doesn't actually need to be done. And he was saying, well, you know, this is really going to hurt and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, I just got to meditate and get through it because that's how I've gotten through pain before. And he was saying, you know, you could take these drugs and whatnot. I'm thinking, oh, so we have one ache over here and we're going to poison the body over here to make them better, right? And hey, painkillers are great when you need them. But if you absolutely don't need them, I don't want to poison my body with it. And I'm thinking there's another way if you know how to meditate. But that's in my name. That's not in everybody else's name. Other people's name would be like, knock me out so I don't have to feel this till the thing is healed. Okay? So there's no one right way or any wrong way of doing it. Anyway, so when the last two people were in the physician's assistant, the physician had left. And bless his heart, he talked to my sister, who's a physician, because that way they could talk all their lingo. And I could call my sister later and say, okay, what does all that really mean? You know, fabulous doctors that can do that and are willing to do that. Um, All right. Anyway, when there was just the the last two in the room, I said, okay, you guys want to know what I see in your names? And they looked at me and they go, like what? And so I started spouting out what their names said, and they were like, oh, my gosh, do we ever feel naked? (laughs) And I thought, good, that's how everybody else feels when they come into the office. Anyway. John, do we have somebody else we on the line? We do, we do. We have one of our favorites, the lovely Pauline from New York. And welcome to the program, Pauline. I think you might have a guest about your son. Yes. Um, I will, I'm promising you, I'm really going to do an appointment with you. And this is interesting because I wanted to bring my son's name in because I know when we do my private, uh, I'm going to be talking about how I got chose my mother. But that's, uh, my son is the reason I'm calling. His name is Mark, M-A-R-K. Alan is his middle name. Does he have the same last name as you? Because I know your last name is the same. B-L-E-N-N-E-R, yeah, his father's name, Glenna. B-L as in Larry, E and as in Nary, and as in um, whatever. N as in Nick, double N, E-R as in Ray. Okay. So what would you like to know about him? Um, I, well, he's, his career, he's a researcher. He's actually working on COVID really right at the moment. He's going, he's moving to Delaware. So I don't know what you, I didn't know what you were going to tell me about him. I'm not sure what, because he's a, okay. he's got the A in his right. He's got the first initial, so he's similar to me in that way. Yeah, which always makes it nice because it means you have good communication with each other because you can both understand each other. Yeah, but he's got um, issues with me. <laughs> 
Y- yeah. Well, it doesn't mean you agree with everything. It just means that you get each other. <laughs> yeah. He's a science, okay. and I'm more into intuition. He's, he's intuitive. He just doesn't like what I believe in. He doesn't really go for my uh, metaphysical stuff. He, he is very intuitive himself. He just does not want to look at that side of himself. That's his father's side. Colleen, don't you active. find that that age group is kind of like that? I mean, my own kids are well, so intuitive. With him, it's worse and, and because he had a nine life path, and he has issues with his parenting, his parents. So that's why I know that he has issues with me. I have grandchildren now. With he has given me two granddaughters, but it makes it harder for me to connect because he puts me at arm's length. He doesn't ask me to help as much as he could have. Well, he's scared that you're going to tell him something or say something that he's going to disagree with. That's why. You know, you're going to poison their mind. (laughs) Yeah, he thinks I'm going to pollute them or something. And he doesn't realize. He he actually has thanked me about he has been exposed to very unusual things. And he said if it weren't for me putting him in those situations, he would never have understood how to help other people. Because he saw what I went through. So he did learn it the hard way. So that's that's fine. Okay, so when I'm yeah, looking wait. at his name, you know he's never going to have to worry about money. He'll always figure out a way to make enough money to do what he wants to do. Okay? He doesn't have to worry about money in this name. He's learning through his relationship. He has real fairness issues. It's like he's got a scoreboard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, okay, he, that was a good one for you. Name. Okay, he's now. Perfect, yeah. Okay, yeah, so he's got this going that. He he doesn't want anybody to get ahead of him. He didn't want to owe anybody. So if you do something kind, then he's got to do something kind back or whatnot. I mean, he's keeping a scoreboard, and it's not always a one-on-one. You know, he may have more expectations to receive from you than to give or whatever. But he's got a scoreboard going on in his head. And he's really here about manifesting his dreams. It's like his whole name says, how can I manifest my desires and what I want to do? How can I manifest it? And he may be really good for like 15 to 18 years in one career, but I'm going to let you know he's not going to want to do it his whole life because he's, he's going to want to change. That. Yeah, yeah, I he'll, he'll keep changing because if not, he'll get bored. You know, he's got to move it up somehow because he only wants to stay with the job as long as he's also learning besides giving, you know, to the employer or whatever. He needs to be learning. And the minute he says, I've learned everything I can learn from this job, that's when he changes. And you're going to say, ah, it's your your height. Look at how good you are. And he's going to say, I don't care. Now I'm going to get bored. And then he'll change. But he's a good, hard worker. Um, He works really, really hard. And then just like you, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I have no energy left. Now I'll drop. Okay? Yep, that's him. Yeah, and he's... uh, He's good. He's competitive, you know. And like I said, he'll always be able to manifest what he wants. That's what he's all about, manifesting his dreams. It'd be interesting just to watch him, Pauline, watch how he's doing. Yeah, he's I, I'm, doing. I'm hoping to see how he turns out. Because he even said, I never wanted to be a scientist, but his father was. I think he was trying to do that for that reason. And I never wanted my son to be a scientist. I didn't encourage him. I wanted him to be more part you know, censored, and I tried to, but I was too emotional, so that was, like, uh, that was a little bit too much for him. Well, and it's okay, because like I said, he'll only do it for so many years as long as he's learning, and the minute he's learned what he can from that, he'll go on and he'll do something else. So, 
he's not going to be Great. stuck in something. His name kind of indicates he'll have three or four very different careers throughout his life. Okay. okay. Is it, could, so he could he be an entrepreneur? Could he be an entrepreneur with that name? Okay, great, because I thought so. That's what I believe he should be. Well, he, he could, one of them. but he's really going to be happier with the security that he's getting that constant paycheck every month. But he always yeah, wants to be paid well. Okay? Yeah, he does get paid well. <laughs> you know, Thank you. You know, what he has, you know what he has in his name that I think is really interesting? What? You know how there's certain large companies that need their good clients that supply them with a lot of money and buy a lot from them, okay? They need mm-hmm. somebody to go out and entertain them, to pick them up at the airport, to entertain them while they're in town and, and show them around and help them pick what they're going to be buying and show them the new stuff and just really treat them like royalty, okay? Ooh, that's a good, good, and, good career. <laughs> and Mark's got that in his name. Oh, he's very so hospitable like, like that, yes. Yeah, he would know which which place to take him to for dinner, if, they're, if they want a drink or not. I mean, he would know all of that, and he would be very good at it. Okay, Pauline? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Pauline, one of our favorites. We love you, Pauline. We really do. I love Sharon. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, I, I, I would use and abuse your talent. I, I must say I would. I, I mean, literally vetting everything and everyone um, that comes into my life. So, I mean, you have a talent that's just just uh, unbelievable. I, I hope a lot of people learn it. It would be a shame to see those kind of talents never see progress, you know. And there's always hidden talents, esoteric talents and uh, magical, let's say, talents that seemed to always remain a little bit hidden. Uh, there was a, a, a fella who did, I guess, Qigong, Tai Chi, and he was healing so many people. Folks, he, he did a video, and he cured somebody of cancer, and they had probes uh, viewing this guy, um, literally, medically, inside and out, while these people, three, I guess three people were around him. One of them was this fella. And they healed him. And it even the, the medical equipment registered that the entire healing took place. It healed him right up. You could even see the healing going on in this internal camera. I mean, so fast. It was incredible. Um, and he says, just an ancient knowledge. And the only reason we're bringing it out now more and we want to start actually opening up centers is because we're scared. It'll be lost. That's how I feel about nymology. Heart, Don. Um, I really do. A lot of people are actually learning it through books, or they can take my class and learn it. Um, we have it now where the first part can be taken online. You know, I might have easy. to take your class. Be be the first uh, your your first producer that helps that actually uh, takes your class for real. <laughs> I mean, <I'm... laughs> you know what, though, Don, you'll never look at a name the same. I bet you're right about that. You know, we you have know, a, like... a weird name that just a, a fella called in. Don't mean to call it weird, but actually, it's hip. It's quite hip. The guy is out of Cleveland. His name is Freddie. Lee G. So that's F R E D D I E L E E G. So 
I mean, pretty cool. And uh, Freddie, welcome to the program. Okay, thank you. Freddie, how can I help you? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I, I drive a bus for a living. And uh, recently I uh, got uh, uh, high, high blood pressure. So, so now I think you might drive until I get my blood pressure down. Yeah, I think you might have your radio on. Um, yeah, we need to move your radio down so we don't get the backlash from your talk. Okay, okay let me move. Let me, um, let me, uh, thank you. Okay, now how's it now? That sounds really that much okay? better. Thank you. Okay, uh-huh. so, so you know we're not doctors and we can't prescribe and tell you what to do for your for your high blood pressure. However, what I can do is there is an incredible book out there by, um, and now his name just left me. Um, He's known as the medical medium, Anthony Williams. And he has, it's an incredible book, and in there you can find out how to lower your blood pressure all through using different foods. And a lot of people I know have been highly, highly successful. Okay? And then if you want to check What's the name of that book again? It's known as The Medical Medium. And it's by Anthony Williams. Medical Medium. And the least expensive place that I have found his books is at Target. Okay? But not all Target Uh carries every one of his books. But... You can find out how to take care of that, you know, through his book. And I have found, and my friends have found them very effective. I'm sure not everybody agrees, but they sure seem to work for the people that I know. Okay? And Mm -hmm. I can head you in that direction so then you can lower that blood pressure. But the thing that gets the blood pressure up is sometimes feeling that you're not good enough or you're not doing enough for others or that you're not appreciated Mm -hmm. enough, okay? And those thoughts can raise our blood pressure when we're thinking that, hey, look at all that I'm doing and it's not appreciated. I'm not feeling loved enough. I'm not getting enough attention. You know, I'm being taken for granted. You know, those kind of things. And so I would invite you to look at those things and say, where is that happening to me in my life? Where do I Mm -hmm. feel like I don't measure up? Who am I with when I'm feeling like I don't measure up? And and if it's coming from other people that your reaction is then to feel like you're not good enough, I would have conversations with those people and say, you know, when you just said this, my reaction, which I claim is mine, I'm not blaming anybody for it, but my reaction is I'm not good enough and I feel like I'm being put down. Is that what you intended to cause me to feel like? Was that your goal? Mm-hmm. And I just find that when you ask somebody directly, they're like, oh, 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 wait, what? And it's actually very rarely that they'll go, yes, that was my goal. But it's more often people are doing it without even noticing or recognizing that they're doing it. Okay? And, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to have this, you can borrow the line if you want to, the, um, the very first job where I was a school administrator, uh, they were all men. Mm-hmm. The other four administrators were men. And the female uh, secretary for the principal was very rude to me. And I thought, I'm not going to go to her level and get rude back. It's just not who I am. So 
But I thought one of these days when no men is no men are around, so there's no witnesses, and she says something mm-hmm. that's cruel to me, I'm going to respond. And so it it took months, but finally she said something when nobody was around, mm-hmm. and I looked at her and I said, "Are you just rude to everybody, or am I just special?" <laughs> she just went, "What? What?" And I and she goes, "I wasn't rude." So I repeated what she said. I said, you mean you don't think blah, blah, blah is rude? And she just kind of mm. looked at me. Do you know she was never rude to me again? No. You know, mm. I mean, you just have to address it and go, is this what you're meaning to do or are you doing it subconsciously? Because sometimes people pick up habits and they don't even realize how their words affect somebody else. That's true. Okay? And that's why you always want to ask. You say, wow, Mm -hmm. when I heard you say this, this is how I felt. Not that that person made you feel that way, because nobody has that power. But when this was said, this is how I felt. Is that how you intended or wanted me to feel? You just ask them. And more Mm -hmm. often than not, the person will go, oh, my gosh, no, I am so sorry. And then they become more aware of their words and the power of their words. And I would say that if somebody doesn't choose to change after you've asked them, you know, is that how you expected me to feel or wanted me to feel? And they go, well, yeah, I kind of did. Then you go to yourself, who needs this person in my life? And you don't. (laughs) Okay? Because you want to surround yourself with people that celebrate who you are. You know, that love it when you walk in the room and go, oh, look, there's Freddie. Yay, come on over here. Those are the type of people you want to celebrate with and be in your life, not the people that are going to consciously diminish you, right? Right. You know, I I mean, it's just, yeah. So, So I would say that would help with the high blood pressure too because all emotions, I mean, all diseases or just easements in the body come from emotion. And so when you're looking Mm -hmm. at the high blood pressure, we've got to look at what emotions are being felt that are causing that. And then when are we feeling those emotions? Who are we with? Let's have some Mm -hmm. conversations. And if not, clear them out of your life. You know, the universe loves a vacuum, Freddie. Loves a vacuum. If somebody you clear out of your life, somebody else will jump in there. And you don't have to be afraid of being without. It's like everybody has only time for so many close friends. But uh-huh. if you clear somebody out because you're going, uh, excuse me, right? Like, uh-huh. like, I'll give you one story. I had somebody that I considered a very close friend. She met somebody else, didn't even know him two months. The lady, not a lady, but anyway, in my book, but of a female gender, lied to her about me because she was jealous, but lied to her. And my friend mm-hmm. had known me such a long time, instead of sticking up for me and saying, you know, Sharon would never do that, she called me and said there was something wrong with me, quoting this other lady. And I literally said, wow. how long have you known me? Would I ever do something like that? Have you ever seen me do something like that? You know, what's the problem mm-hmm. here? And literally, I, I literally told her, I said, I don't need friends in my life that can't stick up for me behind my back, especially when you've known me so many years and you've known somebody else two months and they say something about me, 
without ever thinking, would I have actually done that or said that or whatnot for how well you know me? And I thought, hey, you can't stand up for me behind my back. I don't need you in my life. <laughs> and that was the end of that friendship. I think she was right. absolutely okay. shocked. She was shocked. It was like, oh, my gosh, what? And I thought, no, I stick up for my friends behind their back. I expect the same thing. And we don't need people to put us down behind our backs any more than we need them to put, them down, put us down in front of our faces. But definitely don't be two-faced about it. Don't be nice in the front and bad in the back, you know? Right, exactly. So, and... And I will tell you from personal experience that when you release somebody, because every, all of your friends take time, when you release somebody, somebody else jumps right in. It's like, oh, now she's got time. You know, and they'll feel the same way about you, Freddie. Yes. Okay? I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, can I ask one, one other question? Sure. Concerning my economics. Okay. Well, right. yeah, um, as far as uh, uh, me finding ways to to, to uh, bring in uh, revenue, uh, income. Okay. Other than driving a bus. Yes. Because in your name, let me just tell you what it says. Okay. In your name, it says that you spend money to cause you to feel better, okay? Or to cause the ones that you care about to feel better. Like you'll spend money on somebody else to cause them to feel better about themselves, okay? Mm-hmm. And that the thing is that you spend money that's sometimes not in your budget. And that when you learn how to budget and not spend on impulse to help feeling, but instead put it where it's needed and not spend it where it's not and really go on a budget, that then the opportunities mm-hmm. for more money will come in. Okay? Mm-hmm. I want to thank okay, you thank for you. calling, Freddie. We're getting ready to close down. I want to thank everybody for listening to Know the Name, Know the Answers. If you would like a personal reading with me with a lot of insights that your name gives you, it's the easiest thing to do is to go to knowthename.com. Next week, I have an incredible guest for you. I'm really looking forward to the people that we have coming on air. And so with all of that, I will say this is Sharon Lynn Wyatt signing off, and thanks for listening.